Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, Certified Lymphedema Therapist and the host of Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of Lymphedema Podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each week, I discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better the journey ahead. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. Today's episode of Lymphedema Podcast is brought to you by the National Lymphedema Network. Hey everybody, welcome back for episode 33 of Lymphedema Podcast. I'm excited to introduce you all to my guest today. As soon as I found her blog and Instagram account, I knew I wanted to get her on the podcast. I will preface by saying that I really love my comfy clothes that I lounge around the house in. But there is something that is just so special about a outfit or a piece of clothing that makes you feel comfortable and beautiful all at the same time. And that's where my new friend Allie comes into the picture. She has a blog, Loving Life with Lymphedema, that's dedicated to fashion that fits and feels good with Bertha, her lymphy leg. Allie, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me on, Betty. You're welcome. I am so excited to finally get you on here and just let everybody meet you because I know we kind of talked a little bit um, getting ready for the show and I think we like spent at least a solid hour on the phone together one night. So (laughs) we're going to have to try to not uh, talk everybody's ear off today. I'll try. I'll try. (laughs) Me too. I'm probably the chatty one. Yeah. So for anyone who isn't familiar with your blog, will you go ahead and just introduce yourself to us? Yeah, my name is Allie Callahan, and I live in the Pacific Northwest with my husband and two kiddos and my dog. And uh, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and besides that, I volunteer. Very cool. So how long have you been blogging? I started my blog in September of 2016. I was trying to look back on some of your posts Um, And I was thinking, what inspired you to create that blog at that time in your life? Yeah, I have had lymphedema for about 12 years now. Um, In 2007 is when it developed. In about 2009, I ended up having another surgery, which caused a lot of swelling in Bertha, who's my lymphy leg. Um, And I just remember... I lived in sweatpants. I lived in stretch pants, which are amazing. And I still love to wear, but anytime I had to go out or even going on a date with my husband, I would just kind of fall apart. He would find me like on the floor of our closet crying because I just felt like nothing fit. Um, And so I kind of came to the point where I didn't want to live in sweats anymore. And I wanted to, you know, wear styles and wear things that other women were wearing. Uh, So I kind of went on a search for, you know, some, something out there that had to do with, um, pants or shoes that would work with lymphedema. So I think I just did an internet search. I just wanted to go on a date with my husband and wear something that wasn't stretch pants. So I decided that I would just kind of do an internet search of anything out there that would help me find shoes, pants, 
anything that would work with lymphedema. Um, so in my searching, I found a blog uh, that a woman did where she basically just put the shoes that she found, the pants that she found out there, but unfortunately it had been abandoned. So it kind of got me thinking, it sparked the idea of, I could do that. And at the time I probably had like maybe two to three pairs of shoes that actually did work um, and maybe a pair of pants, but I kind of just started there and just thought, well, if this works for me and just seeing, you know, how big Bertha is, then it probably could work for somebody else. That's awesome. So did you just kind of take some of your personal tips or tricks that you found that worked for you and kind of applied that and then searched for new items? Or have you kind of just stuck to the same style since starting the blog? Yeah, I basically just started with whatever was in my closet that worked with me so far um, and just kind of started there. And some of my early posts are just even going to a dressing room and trying on like a million different pants and, you know, sweating by the end of it. Um, (laughs) That's the truth. I know, right? I feel like almost like trying to find a pair of pants for lymphies is like bathing suit shopping for anybody else. It's just like that dreaded, you know, shopping experience that, you know, you need to do. But um, yeah, so I think I just kind of started there and from there just kind of was on more of a search and the blog kind of became not only trying to help try and find these items, but also for me, it was kind of like a lifeline of, you know, on the search for myself, just items in my closet and what I had putting it out there. And then it kind of became an inspiration for me to go out there and find more things for myself um, because I was getting some feedback of thanks for letting me know about that boot or that sounds great. I'm gonna try those pants. And it kind of morphed into more of my identity of not just, you know, trying to survive with a couple pieces of clothing, but actually kind of finding my style in looking for clothes that work with lymphedema. Have you found that your style has changed since having lymphedema? Yes, for sure. Um, The first thing I look for is not necessarily the style of it. Um, but if it is under two to 3% of spandex, like I don't even look at it. (laughs) Really? Okay. So what does the role of spandex play? Really? I mean, if there's at least two to 3% of spandex in a pair of jeans or stretch pants or whatever, I'll look at it, but anything less, or if it's just cotton, I just know to like, just brush past it because it's not going to work. Good to know. So yeah, probably some of the other things I look for, um, are quality. You know, a lot of times before uh, I might just buy whatever's on sale or whatever, you know, it's on that rack. But now I will definitely spend more money on pants and shoes because I know that they're going to work and I'm just going to wear them out. Um, A lot of times if I find something, I'll buy two of them. Uh, I've learned the hard way (laughs) of shoes, you know, buying a pair of shoes and wearing them and loving them. And then they're out of stock and I can't find them anymore. And so a lot of times if I do find a shoe or a pant that I love, I'll buy more than one item um, just to have kind of when I wear it out. That's smart too. I've never really thought about that because usually you just kind of go back and look for it. But even I, like I don't have lymphedema, but I still think a lot of women, you get that one piece of clothing, that one shirt or those pants or whatever that you just really love and you wear the heck out of them. And then you go back and you're like, oh. There's no more. What am I going to do? It's like you don't have pants anymore. It's like you have 14 pairs of pants 
that, you know, different styles or shades or something. I don't have that many pants, so that's exaggerating. I have like three pairs of pants. But when one of them is gone, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have no pants. I know. I know. It's like, yeah, I kind of joked one time because I had this like perfect pair of black jeans. And I think I got a hole from like yanking up the belt in the back and then a hole in my thigh. And I played Sarah McLaughlin, like Arms of the Angels. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Because I was like mourning my pair of pants because I was like, oh, these have been so good to me. And just like the thought of going out and finding another pair of black jeans was just a lot. Um, So yeah, I definitely have learned from those experiences of just like, I'm going to get two. I love this. And I'm just going to have it in my closet for, yeah, when the other one wears out. So what was it like writing your first blog? I can think of recording the first podcast episode and it almost makes me laugh. I was so nervous and I thought for audio quality, if I crammed myself in this tiny closet, it would sound better. So I was like hot and sweating, not very much oxygen in that small closet. Was it nerve wracking a little bit trying to create your first blog or are you just so inspired? You're like, I'm just going to throw it out there. Let everybody see it. I think I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I still kind of feel that way. Like when I do it, I'm like, I need somebody to help me out here. Um, but yeah, I think doing it, I didn't even know if anybody was honestly going to read it. I was just putting it out there, kind of thinking of like that one woman, like I was just searching, searching, searching for something. And just thinking like, I'll put it out there and maybe like, if it helps one person, like I'll feel good about that, you know? Um, So I don't think I was concerned about too much, like the thought of it, but just kind of the thought of if it helps one person, like I'm good enough with that, you know, even if it's not the greatest writing, just trying to put it out there. I like that because then you made your purpose a person, if that makes sense. Like you focus less on what you're about to do. And you think about how it's going to help that person. So I like that a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I really love the name of your blog, Loving Life with Lymphedema. How did you come up with that title? Uh, Loving Life with Lymphedema. I obviously don't love having lymphedema, um, but I think it's just kind of the mindset that I try to have that I'm going to love my life, um, even with this condition or despite my circumstances, that I'm still going to love my life. And it's with lymphedema and it's a huge part of my life, really. Um, but just kind of embracing it instead of letting it be just like a burden and just kind of like this pit. I like that. I think I've said I like that a hundred times, but (laughs) (laughs) that's just, I feel that way about your blog and your Instagram that you've really just been so honest and transparent and that you're just so relatable. You can tell that yes, lymphedema is a big part of your life, but it's not what necessarily defined your life. It's just a part of it. I mean, yeah, it's a huge part of life, but think, um, I don't know. I just always hear like my husband's mom would always say like, you know, let your circumstances define your life or, you know, define like how you're going to feel, how you're going to live your life, but just by like what you know is right. Um, and I think I've just kind of taken that and kind of morphed that into like not letting life circumstances define my attitude, you know, but living how I know is right. And what I know is right is that, you know, how I've been created. Like I had this body and I had this life. And I think just coming to a point of maybe facing that and facing cancer and lymphedema and just different things that put just a different perspective um, on life in general, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Because using that perspective will help you to be successful 
in life and with your lymphedema treatment. Definitely. For anyone who isn't aware of the blog, can you kind of describe it to them? I know we've been talking about fashion and stuff, but what is the content like, um, your Instagram feed, kind of what kind of material do you put out there? Are you trying a lot of stuff on and showing it off? Or are you just kind of showing us, you know, what what's worked for you or a new find that you came across? Yeah, I know. I was laughing when I was uh, reading about fashion blog because I was like such a tomboy. And just even the fact that like I kind of have like a fashion blog makes me laugh. If it was up to me, I'd wear like a black t-shirt and jeans every day. But Yes. Why is um, that not acceptable? <laughs> I don't know. I know. I feel like I'm almost at like the point where I'm like, that's just what I'm going to do. That's what I love to wear. That's what I'd be comfortable in. You could wear a um, cute necklace with that black t-shirt. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I know. I When my kids went to preschool, they went like every other day. And when I like wear an outfit, I wear it for like two to three days. And I just remember thinking, oh gosh, I have to like change my outfit <laughs> like more than like every three days. <laughs> like, that's horrible. Um, but yeah, to get back to your question, uh, basically my Instagram feed is just my daily outfits. Um, so it could be things that, you know, I just wear over and over again. I might try it with a new shoe or a new top, but it's kind of morphed into just giving women an idea of what you could wear, you know? Um, and I also mix in when I do find, you know, new pants, new shoes, I definitely put them on there, a new maxi dress. Um, but it definitely has changed from just my finds to just kind of, um, putting ideas out there and just showing women that, you know, despite lymphedema, despite, you know, having compression or whatever, that you can still wear, you know, outfits, you can still wear shorts, you can still wear dresses, um, And hopefully just kind of inspiring somebody if they're having a bad day, they're not feeling great about what they're, you know, wearing, Um, just giving them some inspiration of you can do it too. Like it's okay. Um, But I should preface that with it's taken like a lot of time for me to get that to that point as well, you know. The National Lymphedema Network invites you to attend their annual conference October 26th through the 28th at the Weston Boston Waterfront. This is a great opportunity to hear from leaders in the lymphedema community as they speak about topics that are relevant to you. You won't want to miss this great event. Go to www.lymphnet.org for more details. Use the promo code PODCAST when registering to receive a special discount offer. The National Lymphedema Network, empowering people with lymphedema to live life to the fullest. How long did it take you to get comfortable with wearing compression and letting it show? So not wearing a maxi dress all the time or not wearing pants all the time, but maybe wearing shorts or a skirt that was revealing of the compression garment. It honestly was probably last summer was the first year. So I've had lymphedema since 2007. Um, And honestly, I think just the years of just trying to camouflage Bertha, you know, um, was a huge part of life, even though, I mean, my husband always joked and he's like, honey, like, even, even though you're wearing black jeans, like there's no hiding her. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, she's there. It's really and obvious. So, I got yeah. It's pretty obvious. You know, I joke like on one of my blog posts, I found this pair of camouflage leggings and I'm like, I'm camouflaging Bertha. Awesome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, really, Uh, It probably was last summer and this summer. And I think a lot has to do as well with, you know, I have a daughter and just kind of even seeing 
maybe not necessarily even like lymphedema, but just seeing my body in a different way, raising a daughter kind of in this world right now. Um, and it's like, you know, you can tell your kids all the things that you want, but I think showing them speaks so much louder than any of that. And so kind of just focusing on getting comfortable in my skin and just even my own body and just showing her like, it's okay. Like, uh, you know, things might look different but it's still okay. Like just to be confident and show her that confidence that it doesn't matter necessarily if your body looks different than other people, but you know, you can be confident and you can wear and do and be whatever you want. And you're doing such a good thing by being transparent and just real about that with her because that is such a huge message that we do get from our parents and from our moms that if we grow up seeing a mom who's critical of herself, we're likely going to be critical of ourselves whenever we kind of realize what's going on. So I think what you're doing is awesome. I'm sure it's really hard. Um, I don't have kids, but I can only imagine, you know, that whole um, like do as I say and not as I do, but actually practicing what you preach and trying to live the life that you're hoping your daughter will follow after. So I think that's commendable. Thank you. I love that story that you shared on Instagram and about your daughter drawing the family picture of you. And um, if you don't mind, would you share that cute little story about what your daughter said about Bertha? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, So she's definitely an artist. She loves just drawing, coloring, creating. And she drew this family portrait of us and it's of all of us and our dog, Penny. And she drew me with Bertha and with my compression stocking on in a short dress. Um, And so I kind of found that the other day. And just the other day we were together and she stopped and she looked at me and she said, Mommy, I think you having a big leg makes you special. And I think I put it on Instagram, but like my heart melted and burst like at the same time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Because you're just like, oh my gosh, it's the sweetest thing in the world. And then also like, oh my gosh, just, you know, how a child sees somebody is just so magical and special. And like, you just wish you could harness that and like have everybody think and see that way. Right. Um, yeah. I think the world would be nicer. Yeah, it I would. some really turd head kids out there. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, um, I think just that love of a child and that innocence that they have everybody would just be nicer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. That's what I tell them. I'm like, okay, my job is just to like help you be a kind person in this world and like help make it a better place. I'm like, that's like my parenting goals. So I'm like, if I can do that, like I I will feel good. So just hearing that, um, I don't know. It was just like a gift to be like, okay, even though like all those times I feel like I'm not doing a good job, like hearing that makes up for all those times, you know? So anyone who is struggling with clothing and fashion because of their lymphedema, how would you encourage them to love their life with lymphedema? Yeah, I think of a couple different things. Um, First of all, it's a journey. Um, I think the other part is just makes a big difference of who you surround yourself with or what you surround yourself with. Um, And also just kind of the comfort, like your comfort level. Um, But just kind of like in the journey, I know just looking back on, you know, I just picture myself like so many times, just like on my closet floor crying because I don't have anything to wear. I don't feel good in what I'm wearing. 
and it almost sounds funny. Like, I think we don't want to say that we care about that stuff, you know, about what we look like and what we wear, but it is a huge part of our lives. And I don't like for me, like it does make a difference. Like when I feel put together and like what I'm wearing. Um, And I think it kind of starts off honestly with like your your mindset, Um, just kind of how you see yourself, how you think about yourself, uh, the words that you're thinking and saying over yourself uh, is a huge, huge deal. Um, And I think even just starting with that negative talk and just when you have that thought or when you look at yourself in the mirror and have that, you know, just impression of yourself, just stopping in that moment and just like reversing it and just switching it. And just even if you're not believing it, just saying it to yourself and even saying it out loud, like, no, like I am beautiful. Like I am worthy. Like I am special. I am created for a purpose. Um, I think it just starts really like in our mind and our self-talk. But um, I think a lot of it too is just, you know, finding clothes <laughs> is a huge part. And it's just like part of the journey. It's like finding your style and finding what you feel comfortable with. Um, and like we were saying earlier, talking about earlier, just, you know, the, in the dressing room, like trying on a million pairs of pants and like sweating, you know, it's like, you might find that one pair of pants, but just even going through that process of like, okay, like I'm going to go into the dressing room and I'm probably going to try on a million different things. And I might walk out with one thing or zero things. And I think just like not letting that, um, just put a bad taste in your mouth for everything. And just being like, okay, well, there's no pants out there that fit me, or there's no shoes out there that fit me. And I mean, it sounds funny to think of it because it's clothes, but I think just kind of like going through that process and trying on a million things and finding your style and finding out what works for you. And I don't know, I have my chiropractor who um, I call it kind of like Yoda, like he just has all this wisdom, but he describes just even like my back issues. Like he's like, your healing isn't just like a straight line up you know, he's like, it's going to go up and down and up and down. And I think that's just kind of like in the journey of being comfortable with lymphedema and finding your style or whatever. It's like that, like you're going to have great days and you're going to have bad days. It's definitely a journey. Yeah. Like don't let the bad days like throw you off, you know, and just cancel like all the progress you've made, if that makes sense. Um, And then a huge part, I think is just the people you surround yourself with and just surrounding yourself with positive people who are body positive and you positive. And, you know, I think community is huge, um, kind of like in your personal life, but also social media. I mean, that's kind of the day we live in and it's kind of like a love hate relationship for me. (laughs) It's like, I love it because I love like my lymphedema account, but then like my personal account sometimes it just can be like overwhelming or, you know, you see things and you do compare yourself to other people or other people's lives even, you know? Um, But I think just having that social media community of lymphedema women has been like game changer for me. Um, I can just, you know, go on there and click to any of their pages and instantly be like inspired and encouraged. And if I'm having like a funky funk day, um, just kind of getting on there and just seeing, these women like cheer you on, even though you've never met them is been huge for me. Um, so I think just surrounding yourself with the right people and just, um, whether that's, yeah, like your girlfriend or, you know, the social media, uh, platform there. And I think like the last thing I was thinking about is just comfort. And I think 
like it got me a while to get where I am now. And so I'm not expecting people to just go out and be like, go get a pair of shorts and you'll feel fine. Just put them on and it's going to change everything and it's going to be great. But I think just finding your own style and finding like what you're comfortable with. And if you're comfortable like wearing maxi dresses every day, like you wear maxi dresses every day and find the ones that are going to fit you best and that you're going to feel good in. And that is wonderful. I know that I relate to what you're talking about as far as the lymphedema community online, because I have found so much support and just kindness from a lot of those women. Um, and there are men out there, but it's, it is a lot of women, I will say, um, that seem to be more open about their lymphedema journey. Um, and they, I recommend them all to my patients, um, to go and just get an accountability group, if anything, um, some encouragement, some motivation, because, and I don't know about you, but there's a lot of women who have lymphedema who have never met another woman in real life with lymphedema. So I don't know if that's a thing, if that's common. I have actually never met another woman with leg lymphedema, as funny as that sounds. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was, yeah. It's crazy to me. And it's probably because I'm a therapist and I see patients all day, um, off and on that have lymphedema. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's, I just support and a community is so important, um, for this whole journey. And to think that you're not running out and grabbing coffee or meeting up at the park to walk or, I don't know, buying groceries together. I don't even know. Uh, it just kind of blows my mind. I, I want that for everybody. I just want people to find people who are similar to them and share those experiences so that they're not alone. And if online is the best way to get it, then go for it. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, I can't think of one person you know, I like I know there's another Lymphy who, you know, I've connected with on social media that lives in Oregon with me, but we've never connected just because, you know, live far away and yeah. just life and everything. But um, yeah, I think it's just so crazy that I've never met anybody like that, you know? So yeah, I think the social media is an amazing place just to kind of get that, um, which I know is so funny because you see people all day, but I think there was one time I may have seen somebody in a parking lot and I almost pulled my car over and be like, you have lymphedema. I have lymphedema, but somehow chickened out. But ah. <laughs> um, so yeah, just to have a place where they're all there just on Instagram or Facebook or wherever it is, you know, is, is pretty amazing. And so I would just take advantage of it and take advantage. And yeah, all the women on there are so, I mean, just so nice. It's, I don't know. I don't know if that's like a, you know, good side effect of lymphedema <laughs> is it just kind of gives you like this appreciation for life and other people in your same life circumstance. Um, but yeah, it's just an amazing group of women and just even to look at their posts or to message them or whatever, you know, it is just to find that connection. Um, and I think like we've all been there. It's like, we all have hard days too. Um, I joke that like, I'm not Cinderella and like birds aren't dressing me every morning and like my lymphedema clothing finds, you know, it's like, I have days, like the other day I had a day where I was just like, I do not want to like be in my skin right now. Like I was at the pool and like, did not want to take off my, um, I had like swim shorts and like a swim 
dress cover up. I was like, I don't know why it just like came out of nowhere. And I just like had all these insecurities. And so it still happens to all of us. You know, I think it's just like talking about the journey, you know, it's like, that's still part of the journey. And so just to find other women who are inspirational, but are still real, like they still have days like that. Um, and just to have people know that too, it's like, you see like a social media side of people. And I think the great thing about these women is they are very transparent and share like the ups and downs. Um, but just to know that even about me, like you see my Instagram, but you know, it's like, we still all have those moments of, you know, not feeling great about ourselves. That's definitely part of that love hate relationship with social media that I have because you really, you see the highlight reels. That's what you see. A lot of people are not putting pictures of that panic attack from having to go out in public with lymphedema or that breakdown in your car because you don't want to get out at your kid's school because you're wearing your garment or you're having a bad day um, with your lymphedema and all those other elements that go into it. Um, I had one lady, she told me, she's like, I kind of try to hide from my husband. I'm like, why are you hiding from your husband? She was like, I don't feel sexy. And I don't mm-hmm. want him to look at me. She's like, I just would rather avoid it. So I think that's the good and bad side of social media is that people are inspired and motivated and they're seeing those great, beautiful moments and things that encourage them. But then, you know that comparison is like the worst thing for women. I think that we compare all the time and you're not seeing those other moments, but just like you said, a lot of those women um, in the lymphedema community, they're sharing those bad days. They're sharing those struggles. Uh, They're talking about that. They're posting about it and it's not just the highlight reels. So definitely I love that you brought that up about the good and the bad on social media and just the support that's out there for the women who are looking for that motivation and that accountability. So for anyone who wants to find you on Instagram after this, what is your Instagram handle or your website or other social media outlets where they can come and follow you? That sounds creepy. Yeah. (laughs) Come follow me. No, um, I am pretty much loving life with lymphedema. Um, on Instagram and Facebook and my blog is loving life with lymphedema at blogspot.com. Um, the only thing that's different is my Twitter, which I mean, I'm on there, but <laughs> that's like my husband's lifeline to the world and I'm on there, but probably Instagram is my main, my main venue that I'm on. Uh, but my Twitter is loving life lymph. So if you do want to follow me on there, that's my handle. Got it. Good. I'm going to go follow you because I only have like two followers on Twitter and maybe they'll follow me back. I know. No, I, I don't know. My husband, like that is like his main source of like news and just entertain everything. And I get on there and I don't know. It just feels, I need pictures. I think that's it. I think I'm a visual person and I need like pictures to, to look at. I think that might be me too. Every time I open my Twitter, I'm just kind of overwhelmed. I'm like, oh, too much to read. Huh. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I feel like things pop up there that 
like, I don't even know how it's like some random person that I'm friends with, like retweet something that has nothing to do with anything I'm interested in. And then it's just like, I don't know there. Well, Allie, I really appreciate you being on with me today. I have really enjoyed our conversation and all of our conversations leading up to tonight. Um, I hope that I do get to meet you in person one day um, because I like your style and I like your vibe. Um, and I think you're doing great things for the lymphedema community. No, thank you so much. I know it's been awesome just connecting with you and just knowing that, I mean, even people who don't have lymphedema just, you know, care and want to spread awareness. So thank you for everything that you're doing. You're welcome. Mother Teresa says loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more about lymphedema fashion and meeting Allie with Loving Life with Lymphedema blog. Email me with your story if you would like to share lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast to submit a topic for another episode.